Now for our story. During the years Brett Cameron was away in service, his former sweetheart had married Ben Calvert. And even though Jessie had tricked her husband into the marriage, she felt she'd accomplished a purpose. It was true their relationship was not entirely satisfactory to the handsome woman. Emotionally, a great deal was lacking for her. And then there was Ben's daughter, Kit, whom Jessie hated, who stood between Jessie and entire possession of Ben's wealth. Still, the present Mrs. Calvert might have drifted along without too much discontent had not Brett returned. For then, Jessie began to make comparisons, and Ben always came out the loser. Brett was so much younger, so much more attractive. Gradually, Jessie's wifely scruples weakened. She and Brett resumed their former relationship. They began to make plans for a future which did not include Ben. And now, with Kit under the shadow of a prison sentence, these plans might be close to fulfillment. Today, Jessie has been at Brett's cottage for some time. She is leaning back in a low chair, looking relaxed and happy. Brett studies her complacently. You're beautiful today, Jessie. That's because I'm happy. At least at the moment. This is the way I like to see you. The way you ought to be all the time. Well, that's not so easy, Brett. Well, it isn't easy now, darling, but it will be someday. Someday? Oh, it seems to me my life is always in the future. Never the present. Well, you just told me you were happy. Oh, yes. But in a little while, I'll have to leave. Go back to 11th Street. Poor Jessie. You don't know how I dread it. The moment I open the door, everything comes down around me like a gray cloak. I feel smothered. Poor darling. It's all very well for you to be so detached, Brett. You don't have to live with Ben. Thank heaven. You know, it didn't used to bother me so much. I could keep myself occupied with the daily routine. I went along from hour to hour, just sort of vegetating. But I wasn't particularly unhappy. No, now I came along and waked the sleeping princess. Exactly. <laughs> now the poor thing has insomnia. She couldn't go back to sleep if she tried. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if even you yourself realize how you've changed it last month. It's amazing. Hmm. Tell me. Well, when I first came back to Wakefield, you were being so very earnest about all your matronly responsibilities. So determined to live up to your position as Mrs. Ben Kelvert. And now? I think your basic sense of humor has reasserted itself, Jessie. <laughs> oh, good Lord, darling, you were never intended for that sort of role. You know it. Arranging the daily menu, remembering to send Ben's gray suit to the cleaners, reminding the maid to wax the floors. Oh, goodness, you do make it sound dreary. Well, isn't it? Well, of course. But a woman gets used to that sort of thing. Nonsense. If she does, she's admitting defeat. Well, making a home for a man isn't necessarily an unpleasant job, Brett. You see, it all depends on how you feel about it. Granted. But Jesse, such a waste of one's precious short life. Not for people like us. We're going to hit the high spot, you and I. Well, Brett, there's still a lot to be done before we can. Well, yes, but we're out of the woods now. The DA is going to try Kit for perjury. She'll be sent to prison. Then Jesse will have nothing more to worry about. We'll just follow through on the rest of our scheme, and the world will be our own particular oyster. With a pearl in it. You always make it sound so easy. It is. It will be. I suppose so. But people have said that before, Brett, and... Well... Oh, Jesse, for heaven's sakes, don't go off into one of your breast-beating moods. These vacillations of yours... I've told you so many times, there's absolutely no sense to it. But I can't help it, Brett. When I think about it, I... Oh, I get frightened. 
Well, that's absurd, darling. Why should you be? But suppose something went wrong. Nothing's going to. Look, Jesse, I enjoy life too much to take any chances. You ought to know that. How can you say there's no chance involved in this? Well, it's so very simple, Jesse. Believe me, nothing's going to go wrong. <laughs> well, you'll make a very charming looking. Red, don't joke about it. Sometimes you frighten me. I don't believe you have a trace of conscience in you. No, I haven't. Not a pretend have. Perhaps you're lucky. No doubt of it. Well, look how you suffered, Jesse. One ought to take what he can from life and enjoy it. Don't be fearful. Well, that's all very well, but if everyone lived that way, what would happen? Jesse, you gonna let me down now? I've always considered you an intelligent woman. Don't disappoint me. I don't see what intelligence has to do with it. A lot, my dear. You see, I understand you very well. All this moral indignation of yours is assumed to cover up the simple fact that you're afraid. I haven't denied it. But don't you see what you fear is being found out? Actually, you have no more scruples than I have, Marley. The difference is that you have less courage. No, I won't deny that either. You're afraid of Ben, Jesse. Just as everyone else is. You don't know him as I do. If you did, you'd know what I mean. You have a certain contempt for Ben, but... Well, so have I, in a way, but... I happen to know Ben's not to be tossed off as some kind of a fool. He's a very shrewd person, but... Well, let him be. I'm just as shrewd. I only hope you're right. Jesse, if I thought you doubted it, I'd be very angry with you. You can call me a scoundrel. You can say I'm immoral, I'm principled and selfish. But don't question my wit. My knowledge of how to get along in the world. I don't. I'm just saying that Ben's no fool, and I wish you'd get it through your head. If you think it's going to be easy, you may get careless. I'd hate to think of facing Ben if he got an idea in his head about us, our plans. In other words, you're most concerned about saving your own skin. But certainly I am. After all, Brett, you've got nothing to lose. You're not risking anything. I'm risking nothing but my neck. Yes, but so am I. And besides, I'm risking what I already have. If things stand, I have some security at least. And I know I'll always have it. What you're saying is that you're taking the chance of losing a sure thing, whereas I have nothing to lose. That is, except my neck. That's approximately what I meant. On the other hand, you have as much to gain as I have. Will you, And we're going to win, Jesse. Wouldn't you be foolish to hang on to that shabby little security when you can have everything? Oh, I don't know, Brett. Oh, yes. Yes, when you put it that way, I suppose you're right. Of course I am. Now, are you going to stop being silly? Well, I'll... I'll try, Brett. If I can't be sure you'll work with me, I'd rather give up right now. Give up and go away. Oh, no, don't talk about leaving. I, I couldn't stand it without you. Very well, Jesse. I won't talk about leaving. And you mustn't talk about feeling. You always make me feel that I'm foolish. When I'm with you, I begin to feel as confident as you do. It's only when I'm away from you I begin to doubt. Just think of the future, darling. We'll be together. Nothing will separate us. Yes, Brett, the future. But it isn't so far away, darling. I think Jesse will go wherever we take the notion to. Do what we like. I wonder just how much Ben is worth, actually. Oh, that's easy. I can tell you practically to the penny. After all, I certainly worked hard enough as his secretary. He's worth thousands. Yeah, that sounds beautiful, darling. Unfortunately, it wouldn't all be mine, according to his will. It's one he drew up a long time ago. He's never changed it. But, of course, I get Half, anyway. A wife can't be disinherited. But a daughter can be. Yeah. There's no reason why you should have to bother to go to court to get your share. There's no reason why your share should be just one half. Jesse, he's got to change that will. 
You've got to make him change it. But he vacillates so. Yesterday I had him in just the right frame of mind. And then he gets weak need. Decides he's wronging her. In case she happened to be as ill as they say she is. It's your job to make him believe she's faking. That's what you believe, isn't it? Well, yes, yes, of course I do. It was the only way she could save herself from the perjury charge. That's perfectly obvious. Ben's over there now, though. Suppose I'm wrong. Suppose they decide to let him see her after all. If Ben sees her and finds out she actually is mentally off, it would change his whole plan. Jesse, you're up to your old trick. Fighting windmills. Ben won't be allowed to see her. He won't unless they change their ruling. Exactly. There's no reason why they should. For heaven's sake, stop worrying. Ben's going to come home in a fury, convinced that the girl's pulling another one of her studs. Oh, I hope so. And all you have to do is cash in on his anger. You can do it. You must do it. Jesse, everything hinges on it. Ben must change that will. But Jesse Calvert's intuition was right in one sense. For Ben had been allowed to see his daughter, although her doctor, who was out of town, would have been very disturbed had he known. Yes, Ben was visiting his daughter at that same moment. A visit which was to have a dramatic effect on Kit's life, as well as affecting the plans of Brett Cameron and Jesse in a way they didn't suspect. 